Don't go away. There's much more coming on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. Hello there and welcome to Bells in the Bat Free. I'm your genial host, John Bell, and today... Brad, Arnie, to what do I owe this gentle interruption? We've come to save the show, Mr. Bell. Yeah, this is an intervention. You mean intervention? I do the inventions around here. Yeah, well, with your record, we should have an invention intervention. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Well, I think... Guys, 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 I appreciate your interruption, but I have guests waiting. No, you don't. I don't. We sent them home. You sent them? They were probably dull anyway. And we have something much better planned. You do. Have you ever seen Hamilton? Hamilton? Yeah, it's that rap musical about that famous American. Yeah, George Hamilton. Yeah, not George Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton. What movies have Alexander Hamilton been in? He wasn't a movie star. But you said he was a famous American. You don't have to be a movie star to be famous. And obviously being a podcaster doesn't work either. Guys, yes, yes, I've seen Hamilton. Hamilton, it's very good. What about it? It inspired us, Mr. Bell. To do what? Fight a duel with Aaron Burr? Why would I duel with Perry Mason? Aaron Burr, not Raymond Burr. Guys, what are you talking about? We have written a rap musical about another famous character in history. Oh? It's about... Frankenstein! Frankenstein? Exactorino! So you're basing it on Mary Shelley's book? Oh, no, 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 Mr. Bell. (laughs) That play would take days to perform. That's true. I've read the book, and the creature's rather chatty. We've based it on the original 1931 movie. Well, good for you. And we're going to perform it right now. Well, bad for me. No, you're not. Yes, we are! I play Henry Frankenstein, the genius! Typecast again. And I play Fritz. Fritz? Fritz! Don't make him say it again, Mr. Bell. It's getting wet in here. What Fritz? Fritz Weaver? Fritz Lang? Fritz Freeling? Fritz the Cat? Dr. Frankenstein's hunchback assistant. Don't you mean Igor? In the original movie, it was Fritz. Not Igor. Fritz! 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 We're gonna need more towels. And we have some parts for you, Mr. Bell. Oh, joy. Who am I going to play? You play some minor characters like Dr. Frankenstein's fiance, Elizabeth. Elizabeth? But you also get to play the creature, Mr. Bell. I do. Yeah, yeah, look on your script. See? See right there. There's one of your lines. It says, err. That's not err. That's err. Err. Put some more feeling into it, Mr. Bell. Err. Is the janitor around anywhere? I'll get into the part when I reach my lines. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Is that me? We're ready to go? No, but I suppose we should get this over with. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the sensational new musical that's sweeping the nation, and I'm reading this, so don't blame me, here's Frankenstein. Greetings all, I'm a man of science, known all over for my self-reliance. First name Henry, last name Frankenstein, creating creatures is my line. When I'm around, it's quite the occasion, I'm just like Hamilton, except I'm Caucasian. I live in a castle all dank and smelly, I rent it from a lady named Mary Shelley. I fill the lab with equipment very frightening, no electric bills, it's run by lightning. Inside this lab, I'm quite consistent, and I had a hunch, I needed an assistant, somebody who could work 
back obediently, so I got in touch with a temp agency. My name is Fritz. Good looks you I lack. I have an ugly face and a bump on my back. I'm about as smart as a bag full of bricks. It was either work for him or enter politics. Fritz! Master! That's the proper tone. Now I don't have to work alone. Tell me, Master, what my job is here. This looks like a place that I should fear. Your job description, and I'll keep this brief, is to provide <laughs> comedy relief. So you want me to act a fool? Yes, otherwise I'll smack you with this tool. Ow! Your first assignment is one you might dread. Go get a body that's freshly dead. Freshly dead? That's what I said. Go get a body to earn your daily bread. If that's my task, I will fulfill it. If it ain't dead, I'll freshly kill it. Mm, don't attract attention, no muss or fuss. Then I'll just go to Bodies R Us. Mrs. Bodies R Us, how can I assist? I need a body that won't be missed. It's buried outside, just take a ticket. It is self-service. I can dig it. When you finish your exhumation, we have two choices of transportation. A cart, or choose the hearse if you're smart. I put the hearse before the cart. This guy wrote songs, now I'm smitten. He's buried with all the music he's written, but he's erasing it all. So I'm supposing this dead songwriter is decomposing. Fritz! Master! Did you bring me a stiff? I did, and to prove it, take a whip. I'll take your word for it. Put him on the table, then help me connect this electric cable. Wait, Master, I think that I should explain this body here doesn't have a brain. No brain, you say? How do you know? His head is emptier than a lawyer I know. How many bodies do we have? I count 18. I'll attach parts together with my sewing machine. My creation will be strong and resilient. Now go steal a brain that's smart and brilliant. I'm the professor here at the academy, teaching you students all about anatomy. Observe that table where two brains are. Each brain sits in its own glass jar. One brain is normal from a brilliant scholar. The other one warped by cable news squalor. And we decided in a fit of whimsy, abnormal jaws strong and the brilliant is flimsy. Now class is over. You all should disperse. Leave the brains alone so they can converse. Now's my chance since the class did scatter. Yike, the smart brain's jar did shatter. One from two is one if I remember my math, so I'll get this to the master. I'll hit the path. You brought me a brain. Hand me the tongs. I'll put this sucker right where it belongs. I'll put the brain in his coconut and throw the big switch. I'll put the brain in his coconut and watch him squirm and twitch. I say, doctor, are you sure he's not too strong? I say, Fritz, sir, what could possibly go wrong? Raise my creation up to the ceiling with the lightning's flashing and the thunder's peeling. I've raised him up as far as he can go. His entire body is starting to glow. That's enough. Bring him down quick. 1.21 gigawatts does the trick. Please back down, Master. Did this work or at the scientist convention will you be the jerk? His hand. His hand? Look at his hand. His hand is moving. Isn't that great? It's a miracle of science and for an encore. One of his feet just fell on the floor. It's alive! It's alive! The creature did revive! Nothing can stop me now! I won't let it! Someone's at the door! I'll get it. Henry! Well, 
Elizabeth, my fiance. I was kind of hoping it was Beyonce. He liked it so he had to put a ring on it. He liked it so he had to put a ring on it. Elizabeth, Dr. Walden, well, what is it? The weather was so nice, we thought we'd visit. Gonna show her your project? It's too soon. I won't show her something scary until our honeymoon. No monsters, need I remind you? There's no monster. He's standing right behind you. Oh, there's good men. Such a gentle feller. Fritz put him in chains down in the cellar. I'm here to discuss our impending marriage. That's perfect. Fritz, fetch my carriage. Are you serious? You want to call it quits? <laughs> oh, I was just joking. Just putting on the Fritz. You want to take that gag further, my employer? No, I don't want to hear from Mel Brooks' lawyer. I'll take him to the basement and put him in chains while you recover whatever dignity remains. Chains! I got my monster locked up in chains. He's eight feet tall and strong as a horse. Shall whip and torment him till he's mad. Of course. Look what I discovered while playing my games. This big lug is terrified of flames. In the original movie, here I met my demise. But to keep our G rating, that wouldn't be wise. And it seems Dr. Waldman also bites the dust. But with that darn G rating, it seems that we must say Dr. Waldman and I were birds of a feather. And we quickly ran off to Las Vegas together. But to make things convenient, now and later, I'll appear here and there as the show's narrator. Goes a creature. He's free. He'll do what he can to make our reading PG. With the escape monster in terror spreading, it's a perfect time for Henry's wedding. Elizabeth, darling, you've made me so happy, but for the villagers, things are getting crappy. Sure enough, a little girl at a lake sees the monster and does a double take. But she doesn't run like we know she oughter. She teaches a creature to throw flowers in the water. <laughs> this tender moment ends as quick as it went. The monster throws a little girl into the drink. G-rating, this is where we confess she's a champion swimmer, but he ruined her dress. If the news gets back of impending doom, Henry locks Elizabeth alone in the room. There's a madman loose. You're safe in here. All by yourself. You have nothing to fear. By myself? Forget it, man. Never. Haven't you seen a horror movie ever? He can't get to you. Honest, I swear. I'll leave the window open so you can have fresh air. He locked me in. What am I to do? And at that moment, and here on cue... <laughs> He's here, but he won't make contact. I survived this movie. It's in my contract. The monster leaves for reasons oblique. Now the whole village, the creature they seek. We are the mob. We're the twitch-wielding mob. And our job is to clobber that skunk. Follow me. I lead the pack in our pitchfork attack. If they connect him to me, I am sunk. What was that? Nothing. Climbing this mountain is pretty tough. It's craggy and rocky and just darn rough. But we'll find him, gang. Isn't that so? Gang? Hello? Where'd everybody go? I'm all alone, and now I'm vexed. I bet you know what happens next. Hey, 
put me down. Now isn't this rich? He's gonna kill me. Yeah, karma's a ow. We're climbing higher. And what do I see? A creaky old windmill in front of me. What was the owner's wise causation to put that windmill in this unreachable location? How could this structure be justified? Oh, now I see. There's a Starbucks inside. One hazelnut caramel extra foam cappuccino. Need a napkin? Well, that would be Kino. How about your friend who has you on his back? 50 pounds of muffins. Just a light snack. If a mob comes looking, we'll be up in the attic. Preparing for the climax. Quite dramatic. Here's the evil place that we have found. Burn that windmill to the ground. Burn it down. Send a creature to hell. You mean along with Starbucks, there's a creature as well? The windmill's on fire! I'll soon be well done! Somebody please call 911! Ooh, I'm going out the window! Gosh, this is tall! A nice summer leads to a painful fall! <laughs> Ooh, now I wish I had worn a cup! On the way down, I hit the blade coming up! While the mob cheered, the windmill was consumed and the creature inside was ultimately doomed. The pain the monster felt cannot be denied, but it was worse in the sequel when he got a bribe. <laughs> That's the end of a story and Henry, poor guy, had to pay for his hubris, so he died. Wait, I think you missed the end of the movie. Henry got better, got married, life was groovy. He wasn't held accountable for destruction and killing? Happily ever after. Well, isn't that thrilling? He had rich, powerful friends who ignored his folly. But things have changed, and today, by golly, if you commit crimes to jail, you must go. Unless, like making pizza, you spread your dough. <laughs> Thankfully, with the very last line of this Halloween treat called Frankenstein. Well, guys, you've done it again. So you mean you really like it? Well, it's a brilliant piece of theater. I'm just sticking with... You've done it again. I'm happy with that. Now, it moved along at such a fast clip, you think everybody picked up all the... All the... Subtle nuances? Brilliant rhymes? Bad jokes. Well, they could always listen to it again. No, no, I wouldn't force my worst enemy to do that. Tell you what, I'll put the entire script online so people can read it and... Sing along! Produce it on Broadway so we can make a fortune. I was going to say learn from its mistakes, but what you said is fine, too. Yay! Yay! So if you'd like to see the script, go to B-I-T-B. B-I-T-B? As in bells in the bat free. Oh, yeah. Continue. B-I-T-B Frankenstein, all one word, dot Yola site, Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E dot com. What's with all that Yola site stuff? It means that I get this site free. Mr. Bell's kind of a cheapskate. Well, as long as somebody goes there, gets the script, puts it on Broadway, and sends us a whole lot of money, I'm good. Okay, guys, I'll wrap this up, so to speak. Bells in the Battery, episode 180. If you listen this far, then you are my hero. In 2021, the copyright B by John Bell Creative, LLC. Appreciate that you did download and hope you come back for the next episode. And he wonders why he's not famous. There's a train headed your way. 
It's the Transcontinental Terror Express, pulling into the Mutual Audio Network Depot in October. I'm Boris, your conductor. This train is powered by your favorite horror actors, writers, and producers who are dying to entertain you. And I'm Igor. As your engineer on this trip, I can't be held responsible for any accidents, even if they're on purpose. I'll make sure your ride is as smooth as the blood on a corpse's face. Uh, you're not fun. It's the best audio horror on the rails. It always goes off the rails. <laughs> be sure to subscribe to the Mutual Audio Network now so you don't miss a single scary Sunday. And there are five Sundays in October, including... Halloween! Five wonderful weeks of fears for your ears. All aboard! <laughs> the Transcontinental Terror Express. We're working up a good head of scream for you. Ah!